You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Bachelor Pad After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Bachelor Pad After Show. Bing. B. Three. I. N. G. Bing. Bing. All right, guys, we all know that Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm JC, and this is Bachelor Pad Season 3, Episode 6. Wow, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're finally, for the love of money, what's going to happen, guys? We all want to know, and we're sure. For the love or money. There we go. All right, guys. (laughs) Now, tonight we're going to talk about misspelling B. A trip into the wine country and island getaways. But before we go any further, let us introduce our bachelor experts, starting with the lovely lady to my right. Candy Bliss here. And across the table. Hi, I'm Kathy Kelly. Hey guys, Chris Lee. All right, ladies. So how are we doing? What do we th- what did we think? But before we go any further, actually uh, You're Juicy Rubio. Yeah. You didn't say that. I said it when, when Oh you we, did. Yeah. I mean like I, who I, doesn't know? I snuck it in there. Oh, okay. I snuck it, was, it. it was too quick. But you know what? Let's actually tip our cap to the world, to the girl running the ones and twos, <laughs> to Marissa, the Woo-hoo. wonderful engineer. Uh-huh. Let's do a little yeah. shout out, guys, because uh-huh. these shows can be made possible without the people in the back. So what is up, Marissa? Absolutely. Hey, guys. Thank you, JC. You're welcome. All right, guys. So what did you guys think about the show tonight? Overview, thoughts. Don't hold back. I'm going to save you for a sec. Candon, what did you think? <laughs> um, be honest. Nothing too out of the ordinary for me. No? Not really. Not feeling any romances developing, little. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I just feel really like I just think Jacqueline needs to grow a backbone. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. We'll talk about the little (laughs) in our romance showmance portion of the show. But Kathy, what'd you think? Um, I thought that it was a little bit anticlimactic just because of the way that you know the dates were. Wasn't that a big word? I would not have been able to spell that. Thank you. Yeah, I can (laughs) spell that one too. um, Unlike some of the people who are on Bachelor Pad Three, but um, yeah, I thought that it was anti. Anticlimactic because of um, just the way that the roses were given out this week, um, and I kind of had a feeling um, who would go home. So did you? okay, all yeah. Right, all right. yeah. Just it's something. Maybe it's because they shifted into couples now, so it changes the whole dynamic instead of voting each guy and each girl off. But I don't know. Just something was missing for from tonight. I think we needed a little more backstabbing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, because honestly, even like even what happened to Kaylin and Lindsay seemed a little. Coining your for word Kaylin, anticlimactic. Yeah, I mean, for Kalen, for that to be like the way he goes out, I don't know, it's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> it's like didn't quite fit. It was yeah. like, is that really him? I'm not sure. Yeah, so it makes me wonder what, oh, oh Chrissy, you're itching to get in. I, I don't even need to look at you. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting my turn. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm a big girl. 
I'm a big kid now. Uh-huh. What'd you think? I thought it was a snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, she uses big words. That's fine. I can't spell most of them, which anybody that follows me on Twitter knows. But uh, yeah, no, it was a snooze fest. There was nothing exciting this week. There was not the spelling bee dragged on forever. I just it was boring. Is that a ba- is that a thing with Bachelor? Do you have to be ho- a horrible speller to get on Bachelor? Perhaps. Can I tell you that tonight? Thank you, producers, because you've now made me feel like not such a bad speller because I could even spell some of the words that they failed on. But it's it was yeah. I mean, I, I can't spell, so I can't even make fun of anyone. But it was brutal. Well, let's defend them. Actually, let's defend them for a second because now they're on the stage as yeah. well and in the heat of competition. Well, and it's that weird. It was the, it was a weird um, way to go about it to have to shout out one letter at a time and mm-hmm. have your partner say the other one. It's almost like your brain is not it's like the word the letter that you say is going in one ear and out mm-hmm. the other one and then you're like wait we screwed up we? bing I, come yeah on. i mean come Thanks, on <laughs> i was thinking the entire time how how to you know do well in that competition and i feel like you would have to say the the letter as your like in your head mm-hmm. as your partner was saying it so even though you're not saying it you're not getting screwed up by the other person saying it and you're you know not Mm-hmm. Instead of overreaching, mm-hmm. like I think some people are trying to think too far ahead to like, okay, what's my next letter? And they're not paying attention to what's going on it's, in front of them. It, it's clear that that happened a couple times where they got they lost track of what letter they were on, like where they were in the word. It would have helped to have like Wheel of Fortune, you know, like oh, where you put the letter nice. up. Yeah. Now you could see Chris was really like focusing on the letters as Sarah was was giving them out. You could see him just like mapping out each word. But that's what I would do. Very yeah, visual. and I thought it was I was surprised that Ed and Jacqueline were doing so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they went they almost made it to the finals without missing a word, and then the, the wheels fell off the wagon and they yeah. just crashed and burned. They were some hard words. Like, <laughs> I mean, serendipity was an easy word. That was easy. But the the three or four words before that, I mean, I know we were Lish- sitting there and we were like... Lascivious? Lascivious? I don't know. Um, I, I mean, they're big words that a lot of people didn't even know the definition of, let alone how to spell it. They should have given, like, Ed and Jack... And, um, like... Ed and Jacqueline, like Bukowski, like Chris's last name, or like they're, they're, because they're, they're, period. Yeah, leave it at that. Exactly. But they so. actually didn't, like most spelling bees, you're allowed to ask the, the people, the judges or whatever, can you use that in a sentence, please? And like, can you repeat, like, like you're supposed to be able to ask other questions, and they didn't, they didn't have the standard rules. Maybe they cut it out. You never know. But that... I mean, if you can't spell, you can't spell. It doesn't matter how it's used in a sentence or how pretty it looks. Like, if you can't spell it, you can't spell it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that they were... But they didn't need any help. We're going to get you a dictionary, Chrissy, because I see I the pain have in your eyes. I correct on my phone, and I still screw up. Like I just it's entrepreneur I'm, though. Like you should be able to. Spell I like how that. they kept cutting to Kaylin during that. <laughs> <laughs> so no need, no surprise that actually, of course, the guy, the, the couple that wins everything, won again. Chris and Sarah. They're in a roll. Yeah, but it kind of, they're smug about it. Yeah. yeah, and I, I just kind of it's starting to rub me the wrong way a little bit. Just oh yeah, it seems like it's rubbing a lot of cast members the wrong way, and I feel like a lot of the guys are kind of or and girls obviously are turning against Chris. They mm-hmm. think that he's like you know the bad guy in the house, and I feel like they kind of you know Sarah and Chris need to keep winning these competitions because otherwise people are going to vote them out. Yeah. I think they know that, and that's why they, yeah. that's why they're kind of on fire. But there, there's just nothing about them that makes me want to watch them really? on the show. Yeah, 
They're the only ones that bring the drama. Yeah. I mean, come right? on. If Chris wasn't there, there would be know. no cat fights. There would be no, like, skeevy, I don't know. Who would be the puppet master instead? I know Stag was, but really, in essence, it's been Chris. But. I just don't like them. I, I think that they've played the game better than any couple in the history of Bachelor Pad. We've mm. seen them change the game. We've seen them change the rules. We've seen them change almost everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't necessarily know that the smugness is coming from like a bad place. I just think that they know that they, mm-hmm. like Sarah said it tonight, they're playing the game and bringing something different than that's ever been brought before. Yeah. So I feel like they are, they're my favorite to watch. I also really like that you see a total different side of him when he's playing the game and in the house and around everybody else than you do with her. When he's with her, you see the real Chris, and I like that. I like that he's showing both sides now. All right, well then let's let's jump into their date actually because they ended up winning and then Ed and Jacqueline finished second. Good try, Ed. Ed, I'm pulling for you. You're gonna win one. <laughs> he's so fun. I'm so team Ed. I love it. Okay, but before we get into the first date, I also got to say hi to everyone who's watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com chat roll, guys. What's up? And nice, nice, Candid. cute. Now, <laughs> last week you- it was. She was a gunslinger. There we go. But if you're not watching us on AfterBuzz, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you send us your comments. Let us know you care because we actually do read the comments and it actually helps propel our shows because we put out about 40 shows a week. Fall shows are coming up. We've got X Factor coming up. We've got Sons of Anarchy coming out. We've got Married to Jonas, which is a great Already show. Already out. Yes. And, honey, and which is Honey to Boo. Was it Honey Boo Boo? Honey Boo Boo. Oh, no. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. We give you all this entertainment, guys, for countless of hours of infotainment. But all we ask is for you to comment and subscribe. So thanks, guys. Let's get into those dates. Wow. I've- that Whoa. was really exciting. I'm excited. <sighs> Well, we Way got, to be a good host, Jason. Well, we got to jazz it up because it's like <laughs> that first date. Jazzy. Okay. I loved the, um, they took kind of their action adventure date and brought it to this date because Sarah had this crazy, you know, change, secret agent type change where she just unzipped her dress and all of a sudden she was in a bikini. So I always wear my bikinis <laughs> under my dresses. Is there a clause, a bachelor clause <laughs> that you have to wear your bikinis underneath your clothes at all times? No. They should I told put you that that's in only there. For Donna. Oh. That's only for Donna. Mm-hmm. God bless Elon and all the flies. I mean, Thank maybe you. they said to the house, "Who make sure you all have your bathing suits on for whoever won." Maybe they said it for that that challenge. Okay, shoe shoe blogger. Okay. Yeah. Why was she walking in that dirt field oh, that with them poor shoes? Thing. She couldn't walk in those shoes. I love you, Sarah, but I don't know what happened. She could not walk in those shoes. I mean, it ain't her fault. I think it was uneven surface. She yeah, but then she wore them, them again for dinner, and I was like, those are not good shoes for you. See, she I think we're kind of. Off. Thank you. That's the point. I'm like, why did she walk into the field with those probably pretty expensive shoes? She could have had some flip flops or some, you know, I don't know. Slip- if, you, if you brought your bikini, you probably brought your flip flops. Yes. <laughs> Gonna ruin a not, well, shoes. you're not. Yeah. When you leave for challenges, you don't have a second to go back in the house. Like if you forget your lip gloss, you don't have lip gloss for the day. So she probably didn't have anything with her, and they probably told everybody in the morning. Everybody, put your bathing suits on underneath what you're going to wear today, okay. because whoever wins is going to need them. Do you know what I mean? So they probably all had them, um, but yeah, it, she didn't have flip flops. So what did we it get out sad. of the date? Okay, aside from the shoes and the bikini, did you re- did you guys see Sparks? Do you see Sparks with him? No. Chris said it <laughs> amazingly in you know, one of his interviews. He said, um, you know, I'm still getting over Emily. And, like, it's... 
I don't know how strong of feelings he had for Emily. It seems like, according to him, they were, you know, he was in love with her. But then Sarah said, you know, you haven't had a relationship since sophomore year of high school. So it doesn't really, I feel like he's not the relationship type of guy. I don't buy it. Let's break Chris down a little bit. And uh, no, I don't know the guy, but just mm-hmm. he always has kind of something. There's a lot there with him. I don't. You know, I don't buy this Emily thing. I, I don't. I don't buy that whole the whole Emily story. Like mm-hmm. I don't. That he was in love with her. Or? No, I just don't. Th- I don't understand why it's relevant right now. I do not see it affecting because his life it was three at this weeks. Moment. It was three weeks after filming. I mean, he he's probably right. been at Bachelor Pad for two two and a half weeks now, and he had went straight from getting kicked off of Emily season to Bachelor Pad. Mm-hmm. So those feelings are very relevant. I mean, it it's probably been less than two months. It was probably like a month since he had last seen Emily and got his heart broken on national television. Every single guy who seems to meet Emily falls in love with her. So, you know, someone who's had that much time to spend with her was head over heels. And he was caught off guard when he got sent home. And not only that, but also he probably only had time to go home to like his family and friends for like maybe three days in between both. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's the time that you really get to figure out where your head is at and if you're really in it. And I don't think that he had that time. I think he's also um, a very confident guy. And I feel like although he did get his heart broken, he also got a huge blow to his ego because he was, you know, dumped on national television. I think that's the biggest part of it. That's that's the only reason I would buy him being any sort of emotional right now about the Emily thing is mm-hmm. just because of the ego. And that's why he's had such a huge ego on this show. I mean, also, on this show, he's had three girls throw themselves at him. Right. So obviously he's going to have a big ego. He thinks he's the hottest guy in the house. I mean, he kind of is. <laughs> I mean, he's not my type, but he's definitely out of the guys in the house. Who's I think your... he's the best. I don't have a type that's in that house. No, I was going to ask the girls, actually. <laughs> Who, so who's your favorite guy in the house? Candon. Any. Do I have to even have one? What? You don't... Chris Harrison? No. Hey. Honestly, until tonight, I thought that I was going to like Nick because he was low-key, but I don't like him after tonight. What you're trying to say? Okay. Yeah. Kathy, any... Um... No, I thought there were a couple guys in the house. Ari's not in the house. I know. I, know. I mean, Sorry. I like Tony now, honestly. Like, I think okay, he's not for me, but just in general, like he's a real guy, and I can see he's very sensitive, and I believe him. See, that's what that's why I brought it up because yeah. it's interesting. If we started the show, who you liked and who you didn't, and now how what it's evolving to. Mm-hmm. It's cool how like well, we didn't know Tony. I mean, all we knew of Tony was like mm, cry. Like that's all mm-hmm. we knew, and he didn't really have conversations with us as the, as an audience until now through Blakely. <laughs> So sensitive guys, so so we're calling it right now. So it's not really sparks between. It's for the show, perhaps. So there's a it's like summer camp romance, perhaps. Romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you're confined in the walls, and you definitely find that one person in the house that you trust, and you, of course, are going to have some sort of relationship with them. Um, do I see them dating forever? I don't think so. Um, I think they both live in separate places. They're both mm-hmm. mature adults. I think they had fun while it lasted, but I don't know that necessarily they'll continue to be together. Yeah. But I think the nice thing about them is that he's able to show 
his real self when he's with her. And I think that's really important because there's a lot of Chris haters out there because of the way that he's playing the game. And he didn't play the game any differently than Dave Good or Natalie Getz did. Mm -hmm. It's just he's done it a little bit more towards women. And I feel like the wonderful thing about him and Sarah finally getting together is that we're able to see him really kind of be a man and be nice and be sweet and show that the Chris that I met and that that I am friends with is the coolest, nicest guy in the world who is so supportive of the people that are real and true in his life. And I think that's something that's really important because you don't get that in this game. Yeah, I think that this is the first time we're seeing him sincere with a girl this mm-hmm. entire game. Um, and it's it's nice to see and I don't know. Is she gonna okay. is she gonna fall too much? I, no. I think that no, I think no. that she actually is more into him at this point than he is into her. Definitely. And it seemed like there were a couple mm-hmm. questions that I know when I'm, I'm into a guy, I ask those questions and she said, Are you over Emily? Like she's asking, Are you over that last girl? And he was just kinda like, oh, I don't really know. I don't agree. I know Sarah, and I think that Sarah knows what she's doing and they're playing a great game together. I was I was going to say she seems like a little bit more mature mm-hmm. in the fact that the reason she asked Chris those questions was to gauge where you know where, where do I go stood. with yeah where yeah. I go with this so okay oh he hasn't gotten over fine I'll have fun with him yeah you know and and go from there so maybe the producers would help us out with the second date because have you noticed it seemed like with Ed and Jacqueline we're transitioning into the second date I'm sorry I just want to get in there <laughs> go for it. Do you think they're really pushing it with them because they want something to happen? That's why they, they fly them on, on the on the, if I'm on the, the little private jet. I mean, not the private jet, the little, yeah. like, what is that, like a little Cessna or I something? I mean, I, I didn't understand. I thought maybe there should... The girls are... Sorry, we're guys. Ser- sorry, we're going to share waters because there's a bug There's in a line. bug in And I think water. the heat's on in the studio tonight, so I'm having a little hot flash. That's I went okay. to drink my water, and the Cessna that you were talking about had landed in my cup. So... Here, it, might still be, it might still be Sam from True Blood from our <gasps> after okay. I'm so excited. Is it Luna? He was. He could be in the cup. He could be in the cup. If you guys are, if you watch our shows, we had. Yes, you have to. You tune into the True Blood finale. It'll explain everything. But let's back to back to Ed and Jackie. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall on that date. Oh, how about that? That's a good transition. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. Okay, so, do you think they're really like just throwing everything at them to see if it can something can happen? I feel so bad for Jacqueline. I just want her to have a backbone and stop rolling over and playing dead this whole time. It's really embarrassing, and she's embarrassing herself more and more every week. I'm sitting away from you, Candon, because yeah, wow, really? I'm serious. Like, if a guy is sitting there telling you basically, like, I just want to sleep with you, and she's like, well, I have feelings for you, then okay, I'll sleep with you. Like, I just... But then I'm gonna. But then I'm gonna be upset about it, and I'm gonna cry. Like I just don't. I don't understand that philosophy. If she was like, "Yeah, let's just have fun," fine. But the fact that she allows herself to be a victim and then victimizes herself even more, I don't agree with. She made it sound like it wasn't the first time it's happened to her. You know, it's it's. So then do something different. I was going to say really quickly, but could that explain why she's so snippy mm-hmm. in her attitude in general? Like what we saw in the beginning of the show, what we've seen in Bachelor. Yeah, she's what we've seen. Well, I think she's, I mean, she comes across as this very strong girl, mm-hmm. which is amazing. But when it comes to a guy that she likes, I feel like she will do whatever you know, she can to make it work. And that's where you're seeing where she's kind of like losing her backbone. I wouldn't go that far to say that, but I feel like, you know, she's making excuses for him. But 
at the same time, she had no idea that Ed was seeing another girl up until he went on the show. So she was falling for a guy thinking that he was available. But she still slept with him in the, oh, in the overnight date. Like, even after he told her there's another woman. Allegedly. Like, I just. But he said he when he defined their relationship, he said, you know, I I think of you as a friend, like, but you're my closest ally. I'm. I'm loyal to you, you know, I can trust you, which is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And when we're, you know, sleeping together, when we're in that same bed, we're a couple. He also said that sleeping together solidified their trust in each other, which I think is bizarre. That's because you've never lived the bachelor pad. Like, I it's, I can understand why they say these things. Like, if, if you have never been in that situation, like, you can't even begin to understand the conversations and the complexity to what's happening in the house. You just can't. And, and I feel like she did not know where he stood until he kind of said that at the rose ceremony. And now she's kind of trying to figure out what's the best way to go now because they can't split up. They're a couple. They mm-hmm. have no choice. Right. So they either figure it out or they don't. I do see that Jacqueline kind of needs to man up a little bit because when somebody tells you how they feel, it's how they feel and you can't really, I mean, you can try to change their mind, but then you're being a super girl about it because you're not going to. So I think she does need to man up a little bit, but I also think that he's been nothing but honest with her. She didn't ask questions that maybe she should have, but without being in that situation, like, you find that one person that you can hang on to and that's what keeps you in the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because honestly, it doesn't also have to be all about sex. Because I, I know Jacqueline's sleeping with them, and but he said they something talk about very, it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not they're not necessarily having sex just because they're sleeping in the same bed together. There were many people in our house that slept in the same bed together out of comfort, out of you're not you are not. There's nothing comfortable about the bachelor pad. Like, you don't trust anybody. And if you can find comfort in somebody else, and that means you get a night's sleep that we don't get in that house, then you're going to do it. So just because they're saying they're sleeping together doesn't necessarily mean sex. But they keep saying, I wouldn't have done these things with you if I had known X, Y, and Z. So I think they definitely make it clear that they are actually having sex. Well, I mean... Not necessarily. It could have just been that she hooked up with him or made out with him. Like, we don't know what happened when those covers went on. Yes, maybe they could have had sex. Maybe not. But I feel like she pursued him, and that's what she was regretting. She wished she hadn't come on so strong, or she wished she, you know, hadn't had a crush on him at all. Like, if, if you knew someone was in a relationship or still had feelings for someone, you might not pursue them. Right. Or you're going to take the same attitude that he has and think of it as this is summer. I'm going to have fun. If we make out, we do. And if we don't, we don't. But I'm not going to let my feelings get involved. And I think that's what she's regretting is the feelings. And see, to defend your point also is she could have created a consequence, not so much because of the implied sex, but let's say the companionship, the Mm -hmm. trust that she gives him. You know, she could have pressured him on that a little bit, I think. You know what I'm saying? Is create consequences. You want to trust, you know, I, I need more. And sure, then he could lie. And I mean, that's what happens in Bachelor Pad. But at least just to give you, you know, a point to, to what you just said. It smells but like dog food. It does smell like dog food. <laughs> it's like Cheerios. I'm like, it smells I like smell dog food. Cheerios. It's just buzz. It's buzz. Yeah. You're it's having a, dinner. It's an odd night here tonight. It's yeah. Buzz. We've got a lot of stuff going on here. So. <laughs> It's a strange night here yeah. at the After Buzz. I- I'm not having a hot flash anymore. Thank you for turning on the air. It feels good. After Buzz <laughs> Thank you, Marissa. She's giving <laughs> thumbs up in the booth. Love you, Marissa. Thank okay. you. All right, but, all right, so if none of the couples are true, could maybe Tony and Blakely? I feel on? like there are a couple couples in there that are, um, you know, for real. 
I think that Tony and Blakely clearly have chemistry. She said that she likes him, and he (laughs) clearly likes her. And um, then I feel like Kaylin and Lindsay. I mean, it seems like they've developed something. I don't know whether it's a showmance or a real relationship, but, you know, it seems more solid than Ed and Jacqueline or Chris and Sarah. I give Lindsay and Kaylin about six months. Yep. Um, I think Blakely and Tony could be the real deal. Yep. And the mm. reason why is because she's a super strong personality. She uses her body to get what she wants. She's not stupid. Um, and she needs someone to rein her in and ground her. And I think that Tony can not only do that, but he can do it in a way that she doesn't feel threatened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Tony is going to treat her like a goddess. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that she's out of his league by any way, but I am saying that he's probably never dated a girl like Blakely before. And she is going to give him a run for his money and he's going to treat her like a queen. And I can see them lasting. Well, you saw it already. He had that little date yeah. planned out for her. Yeah. Super cute. And wait, wait, Blakely with the baby talk. Yeah. What was that all about? Oh my gosh. I don't know, but I don't know why girls do that because I feel like every guy I know complains about the whole baby <laughs> voice. I don't... It's like the Kim Kardashian nightmare. She does the same thing. Like, I don't understand the baby voice. I don't think Tony's going to complain that much. But <laughs> I think that Blakely is going to transfer her strength to him when they're in a relationship. Like, I think that's... If she lets her guard down, I think it's going to give him more of a chance to to be more manly and, and kind of take her strength with him. Well, does that make sense? Well, yeah, because he's definitely stepped up and been more manly. Mm-hmm. With her, like he's yeah. he's been a man with her. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't sat back and been the pushover that we've seen on Emily season in the past. Like he's really manned up for for her and to show her who he was. Which I mean, Blakely even said girl, it. Yeah, what girl doesn't want that? Blakely needs a good guy. I mean, she said in the past she was hurt in relationships and she dated um, Wes for a while, right? They have I mean, something. Wh- if she dated Wes, she's just an idiot, and that's why she got hurt. Wait, I mean, really? That's that's the rumor going around the blogs that she dated Wes. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, which was kind of funny because they played a song last week on their date. on their date. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, I I don't understand girls that are gonna date a guy like Wes and think that they're gonna change him. Like, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen. Is he like, like the guitar guy? Because yeah. every girl wants a guy that they. Not that they want a guy that they can change. They girls want or girls think that they're good enough to change a guy. They want that validation that they're good enough to have some guy want to change for them. But it's there's there's such a thing and thank you Tim McGraw for writing a song about it, but you can be a bad boy and be a good man. Yeah. And and these these you can and there's these people West they're not like they're not good men they're yeah. just idiots yeah so you uh, do you think Blakely is trying to could try to change Tony to toughen him up a little bit from what we see who knows because maybe we're just getting one side of Tony no I think mm-hmm. that she's going to be so completely refreshed by somebody who's just a man and she's going to see that she doesn't have to go after that bad boy because clearly it hasn't worked for her in the past and mm-hmm. I think that she's going to see that he's a man he's a dad he has his head on his shoulders and she's going to be a princess like I, I I'm totally rooting for them to work me too that's someone you can settle down with. It Aww. is. That's that's marriage guy. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's too early. It's Bachelor. It's week six. Who knows? <laughs> but let's. In, what? Okay. Any other showmances? So let's see. Uh, Chris and Sarah. Showmance. Show romance. Showmance. 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 Jacqueline. Ed. <laughs> if even a showmance. It's not even a showmance. Nada. <laughs> Friends with benefits. Yeah. 
romance showmance. Jacqueline wants it to be a romance, mm-hmm. and Ed is like, just having. Fun. I don't. I don't want anything. <laughs> but you know I think what? it's a nomance. You also <laughs> nomance. See what I did there? You have to really respect Ed because he's been nothing but honest. Yeah. Like, thank and, you, Marissa. And he's that been honest. That is I mean, why I feel like America loves him, or a lot of people think that he's a drunken mess. But I love him. Yeah. I think that he's amazing. He's been honest this entire time. You know, whether he's hooking up with a girl, whether he's you know uh, casting his vote, he's honest with everyone Mm -hmm. and he's very loyal and while he doesn't want a relationship with Jacqueline he's been loyal to her this entire game and it's refreshing I'm still saying it'd be the funniest bachelor Ed as the bachelor (laughs) it'd be like funny or die no they need to do an entire episode ABC producers please listen because everyone was tweeting it tonight you need to do one entire hour episode of Ed bloopers because every blooper with Ed is amazing so please make that happen even if you put it on the website you'd kill it in the ratings I mean come on brilliant it it would help the ratings for the show because you know it's uh, they could be better this season so we need Ed burning more oven mitts (laughs) oven mitts yes goodbye Uh, Oven when he burned that oven mitt, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know you were uh, trying to preserve uh, oven mitts, Sarah Kathy. Yeah. I oh. will say that at the end of the nights in the bachelor pad, when everyone has had a lot to drink, you will always see very interesting things happen, like oven mitts. Well, so. it, if there's Care a lot to elaborate? of... elaborate? <laughs> it's just that, like, that was... I didn't even get shocked when I saw that. It was like, we had knives showing up places that they weren't supposed to be in. We had clothes. We had a sleepwalker. Somebody used to take Ambien because they couldn't sleep. And they'd wake up and like, go in the kitchen and start eating things and like go in the pool. Like it was scary. Like it just happens. So Was that you? No. And then somebody used to sleep on the couch and then talk and sing in their sleep. Like it, yeah. It's the Bachelor it, Pad ghost. I'm telling you, it's it's not nor- not normal things happen at night in the Bachelor Pad. Well, because you also you don't get television, you don't get phone you calls. You go crazy. You, yeah. What else is there to do other than drink and just be silly. You said no telephone, yet why did Rachel get a telephone tonight? Yep. Because she was going to leave. I think she she threatened to to leave. Yeah, I agree. I think she threatened to leave and said, if you let me talk to him, I'll stay. And it also made a great storyline for letting him because now Nick doesn't trust her. It's Mm -hmm. her partner. Like, it just sets up a great story. And you brought up Nick. What did we think? Nick, who who is is this guy? (laughs) Where? Where did he come from? What season was he on? He (laughs) was on... Alley's right. No, 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 no. He was on Ashley. 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 He H. was on Ashley. Yeah. He was Ashley H. He had like a long hair. He had like a spumullet, like a big, like a mullet. A what? Sorry. A sp- is, a spum- is that like spumoni? No, spumullet is like when a s- Spanish man and a mullet collide. I call it a spumullet. And oh, I know he's I not even. I didn't know he was Spanish. I didn't know either. I just, it just came to my mind. Sorry. Okay. God. Chris I don't know, like, but he needs to take off that weird black tank top that like goes inwards. That all the guys wear. Ryan wore it on last season. Weird. Yeah. This shouldn't be the bachelor pad after show. You guys should be like the fashion police because I swear well, every week I hear you guys talking about their tank tops. I could do that. I mean, let's just say that some of the people on bachelor pad don't really know how to dress for their body types. We can just say that. Maybe maybe you guys of can offer a solution. Maybe you all can dress maybe we up the do bachelor a special guys. Segment on fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Possessionista, where are you? Dana, we need you. Next week we could do that. We'll, we'll offer <laughs> we'll alternatives. So what do you guys think about now Nick coming out of nowhere? Is he a silent assassin? Who is this guy? Because he said something interesting at the very end of the episode that he is just in it to win it. Mm-hmm. 
and you just see him working. <laughs> Lay low, act like you're not a threat, and you get far. But no floaters; they usually get cut off halfway well, through the season. No, I feel like the floaters, like the people that they think they can eliminate very fast, go in the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. and then they try to eliminate the power couples, yeah. and that's how it goes for the rest of the season. That's how it's been this season. They didn't really get rid of all the power couples, but I mean, Nick wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Rachel. Exactly. There's no way that they would have kept him if Rachel didn't need a partner and the girls are going to stick up for Rachel and so they're going to be one of the last couples to get sent home if Jackie and Blakely have anything to do with it at this point. They also, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're a threat. I feel like the other couples probably don't view them as a threat because Rachel seems kind of unstable right now since she's so, you know, head over heels with Michael and he's not there and then they don't have... (laughs) I mean, if the next challenge were something that's like, you know couple related I think in past seasons it's been how much you know about the other person and in one or I think I don't remember maybe but um I feel like they aren't that strong of a couple and the other couples know more about each other and they have a stronger right and here's the thing and and I know they did it in one and I think they promote it tonight that a couple whoever is the final two couple whoever wins gets to choose who their other couple is couple mm-hmm. that they go to right. final two is. Let me tell you, I would want to pick Nick and Rachel because my thought process is Nick doesn't deserve to be there. He hasn't done anything to show. Rachel's only there because people felt bad for her. So my thought process would be I want them to come to the finale with me because I played a better game and yep. the people in my house are going to appreciate I played a better game. It's like a survivor move, yeah. Right. So I would want game. to take the weakest couple with me. Yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see because mm. he's using intimidation now. He was trying to intimidate Tony. That was bizarre. That was out of character for him. Yeah. I don't know what. That well, we don't even know, we don't know what his character is. I know, but I mean, so far, his character yeah. that he's been putting on, or the lack of. Character. We haven't even seen. I don't even feel like I remember seeing him in episode one through three. He had. He was hiding like, under the covers. A couple weeks ago, he had a really funny tweet that was. Um, I believe he said, you know, this week on Bachelor Pad 3, the Teltos twins come back and I get some airtime. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. He's like, just kidding. Yeah. Oh, did he go just yeah. kidding at the end? But oh. those are the people you have to be careful of. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what I was surprised about, is that he made his presence be known, but it seemed like Kaylin and Lindsay took a step back. And you, I think, was it you that talked about in the beginning that... Mm-hmm. Kalen is this villain. He's always the mastermind, the Sebastian from Cruel Intentions, but it kind of seemed like it fell on deaf ears today. Everything, his yeah. campaigning, his his moves. Well, There's only been one episode, sorry, where, where I think he's been efficient, and yeah. that was the, the one episode where he was a villain, yeah. and then the rest of the time he's been just neutral. I was going to say, at the end of Cruel Intentions, Sebastian becomes this good guy who yeah. falls in love. Yeah. So maybe uh, it is... Oh no! You guys really buy it? Oh no! No, because now it's he's going to get hit by car. No, (laughs) no, but it's probably what you're going to go ahead. I just don't buy it. He's following a script. Like I just don't buy it. I don't buy that he's all of a sudden turned. Like he has said some really mean-hearted things where his intention was to hurt someone. So. I feel like I don't buy it. Like, I just don't buy it. I don't see what Lindsay sees in him other than he's handsome and has a ton of money. I don't see what she sees in him. I also don't think that she belongs to be there, so I 
was Mm -hmm. tweeting literally at the beginning of the episode, I'm ready for them to go home, Snorfest. Like, I just don't, they haven't really done anything. So in a way, maybe it should be be like Nick and Lindsay, because they're the ones that really haven't done anything this whole season. Right. They've just coasted. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, were you guys surprised? Let's let's move on to the eliminations quickly. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that in earlier episodes, Kaylin and Lindsay did they were the orchestrators of who got voted off. Like, Kalen said that, he's like, I would plant a seed in Lindsay's head and it would blossom and then someone would <laughs> get Which is off. not something you say about someone you love, by the way. <laughs> I will plant a seed in her yeah, head. I will <laughs> make her my puppet. Yes. I will <laughs> water it. It will grow. I'm going to ma- manipulate her into my love. He is a love. master manipulator. Yeah, so. so that was it. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No. Sorry, Kathy. True. He almost spit his water out there, so I had to say something. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a rough night of buzz tonight, kids. <laughs> No, it's just I think we expect. Okay, we've all we're all in agreement. We expected a little more action on tonight's yeah. episode. So, hopefully next week they pick it up. And you know, Kaylin and Lindsay, hasta la bye bye. But okay, and even the move at the end. Come on, it was from last season. Ames, where that was Ames and Jackie. Strategic, which didn't work. Because they ended yeah. up breaking up like a month right. later. So and he I mean, was rude about it. Apparently, it, yeah. I thought it was right interesting. Not that I mean, not that I think all women are super emotional, but a lot of them are. Um, but when Lindsay got in the limo when she was by herself, <laughs> she wasn't like <laughs> sorry. She wasn't upset. She wasn't right. Like Lindsay was not because upset when she, she got was in the limo. Drunk. She knew I mean, she yeah. was just like I don't want to leave without him. But she, it was, she was drunk. She knew that she was going to get in the limo and they were going to drive to the hotel and then they'd see each other at the hotel. So that's why she's not upset. She she knew that they were a couple. So right. she thought that they were going to, you know, hang out after Bachelor Pad. She wasn't upset because they were in separate limos. Like, they're going to see each other in an hour. I also feel like Lindsay on, she was on whose season? Ben's. Ben's. I only watched the beginning of that season. Um, but I feel like when she was on, she was this, like, sweet, innocent thing. And I feel like on Bachelor Pad, she's been drunk the whole time. Like, <laughs> Like, I, and I don't, maybe she wasn't drunk, maybe she was, but I mean, it was literally like watching her sometimes, she just looked like wasted, or she just, Kaylin's drugging her. Maybe he <laughs> Oh my god, her. dude, I immediately she, strike that from the record of everyone, what Chrissy just said. She's <laughs> really, I mean, something's, it's not even the same person. She's really bad at eye contact, that drives me nuts. Every time she talks, she looks down at the floor, and I don't appreciate I that. would say that she's the exact same person, because... On Ben's season, she was falling for a guy, and she did anything for that guy. And on Bachelor Pad, she's falling for a guy, and she would do anything for that guy. So you're saying, yeah, okay, like Jacqueline and Lindsay, kind of similar paths, Mm. like bowing to men? She didn't seem this, like... Loose about it. I don't yeah, know if that's I mean, the right word. She's definitely. It seems like she's partying more or something. Like she, she doesn't have her head on straight. No, she seems like she's drugged. I feel like I don't know. She's more comfortable with him, so she yeah. may be letting loose. Well, remember now, Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelor and Bachelor Pat are two completely different animals. Absolutely. Yeah. So in Bachelor season, they're making her out to be the princess who rode in the horse, and, and it's for love. It's right. all about love and getting finding your husband. Bachelor Pad. It's not about finding your husband, even though she's found this guy that she likes. That's not 
the the vibe of the game, nor is it the environment. It's worked out for two couples in past seasons. But it's but it's not the environment. It's not and, and I think that Lindsay is a product of her environment. I think she's made that very clear that she is very ma- manipulable. <laughs> I agree. Uh, she's very pliable. And yeah. so wherever whatever yeah. environment she's in, if she if they want her to be the princess and they want her to be the good girl and find her husband, she's gonna do that. If they want her to have a couple glasses of champagne and have this bad boy boyfriend, she's gonna do that. Like Last question before we move into news and gossip. What is more honest, do you think, in the portrayal of our Bachelor contestants, Bachelor or Bachelor Pad? Ooh, that's tough. Well, Bachelor Bachelor Pad in the sense that relation the relationships that do work outside of the house are more organic um, because you're not competing with 20 other people. Um, so I would say that the re- it's tough because I have such a hard time watching the relationships flourish on Bachelor Pad because I lived it and I know how fake most of them are. Um, and I know that it's for the show and for the money and you want people to think that you're this couple so that you can win and all that BS. But I know that the relationships that have worked outside of Bachelor Pad, I mean, Holly and Blake are Tom, doing amazing. And Kipton. Tinley and Kipton. I, I messed I, it up. I, I was do like, it all the time. Chris Tinley and Kipton yeah. are still working. You know what I mean? Like, they just, Chris and Peyton did not meet on Bachelor Pad, though. They met at a, an event. At so, an event, okay. Yeah, they didn't meet on Pad. Chris wasn't on our season. Yeah. But those relationships are genuine relationships, and they were able to get it organic through the house because there was no threat. Not in a, I don't mean necessarily in a relationship sense, just as the person, as the individual. Mm. Who, who? What is a more honest telling of each contestant, Bachelor it's, or Bachelor Pad? Yeah. It's hard because, you know, while you do see them a lot more in Bachelor Pad, I feel like it's not their true selves because they are competing. Okay. So you'd see th- their true personalities if they were competing for something in, you know, the real world that was cutthroat. But I feel like you know, on Bachelorette, you also have those people who are trying to portray themselves in a better light so okay. that they win the contestant or whatever. Yeah, and it, I mean, it, it really is all in your edit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, Michelle Money was a perfect case um, of somebody that was hated on Bachelor and loved on Bachelor Pad. Um, but, you know, it, it's 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 really getting to know the person and their personality, and I don't think that you can really do that genuinely through the show and that's one of my biggest qualms on Twitter with a lot of the fans that get mad at me when I stick up for people or unfollow me because I talk about somebody that's my friend and I think what people forget is that they're on a show it's edited edited it's a game or a for love and when you get to know the real person outside of the situation often they're either exactly like or they were just portraying something so so it's a good uh, question on your show I mean when you were on bachelor pad People like America thought that you were like a bitch or whatever, mm-hmm. and I am. We like you. I, mean, <laughs> I am. I, I mean, I, no. I feel like you, you just know what I mean. tell the truth or like speak your mind. Like you're honest and you're. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I am. I'm, I can be a little bit abrasive and I can be tough, but my intentions are never bad. Yeah. And I have a big heart when I let you in. Um, but you know, when I let you in, she's you soft know. like a Brillo pad. All right, folks. So <laughs> leaves us something to ponder. Chat roll. Up. Um, iTunes guys, let us know. Let us know what you think. So, with that said, let's move on to some newsy, gossipy stuff. So Kathy, what you got for us? Well, um, the Bachelor for next season has not been announced yet, mm. and we don't know when it's going to be. 
Um, but some other news. There's been a lot of controversy this last week over Emily and Jeff. Uh, they were on the cover of Us Weekly, which we have here, um, talking about how Emily was caught in this cheating scandal. And um, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yeah, it said that uh, <laughs> it said that uh, Emily and Jeff went on a vacation with his whole family, and Jeff caught Emily texting some guy explicit texts. And then, um, you know, after this story broke, Jeff and Emily both came out and said that it's completely 100% false um, that his brother fabricated this entire story. Um, he didn't sell it to magazines, but he just wanted to get his name in the papers. They said it was possibly like they were accusing it could be Matt Leinert, who's a quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, that's who's been known But to... I also feel like she knows him, and she's been friends with him for a while. Okay. I feel like I could be completely 100% wrong on that, but I feel like she may know him, because I feel yeah. like she definitely has some friends um, in the NFL. Um, I want to say this, because I have non-stopped reading about this, and I feel like as Bachelor Nation... We watch these shows every season, and all we want is this amazing love story. And then we are so quick to jump on the I hate them bandwagon because there was a story that they may have cheated. I think that we set these couples up to fail sometimes by feeding into the tabloids and the media, and I think that we do that everywhere. But I think that what people tend to forget is that Emily and Jeff are two people that are now in the real world trying to make this relationship work that was this romantic whirlwind of unrealness. And now they're trying to make it work in everyday life. And they have feelings, and it hurts. And I know that the one thing that I did say to Emily, and that Emily did say to me before she was going to be Bachelorette, was that her biggest concern was all of this, because mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. hurts so much for strangers to just be in and deal with. And yes, she kind of asked for it, but at the same token, like I think we need to start remembering that they are real people. Mm -hmm. And as much as we can sit and judge and laugh when they say stupid stuff, like this is their real life now. And I, I, I would like to see people stop. I, I know it's not going to happen, but I mean, she has a heart and so does he. And I just feel bad. Like at this point, I just feel bad and want people to leave them alone a little bit. I don't think that she's... At least I don't think I don't think that she's sorry stupid enough to do something very drastic to make America hate her. You know what I mean? I think she's she's America's sweetheart. Everybody yeah. loves her. Mm -hmm. Why would she do something when when she wants a career in entertainment? I don't know why she would do something that would hurt the chances of of her fan base yeah. loving her. I don't think it has anything to do with. I think. I don't think she'd ever do that to him. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm just saying she, the the other side of it is that there, the risk is too high. We have to realize that tabloids make money by selling, right. you know, these magazines and that you bought and <laughs> having, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't too. even. I can't I argue that. But I mean, it's yes, it it's it's for the show. I wouldn't have bought it had they not been on the cover. And that's exactly what it is. If they hadn't been on the cover with this story, I would not have bought this tabloid. Right. And that's how they make money. So right. either they fab fabricate stories or they go off of, you know, someone who could be lying. And, you know, I hope that this story is false. Um, it seems as though, you know, they're still together, obviously, because Jeff's been Instagramming pictures of, you know, him being soccer dad and taking Ricky to, you know, carpooling yeah. all the kids wherever at Ricky's uh, seven, seven your checkup at the doctor's office. So, I mean, yeah, they're true. obviously and still together. Seven-year checkup? What is yeah. that, like a like Southern her, thing? No, no, you have your yearly checkup. You have to get, like, shots seven. for oh, school. I thought yeah. she went every seven years. So no, I no. Thought it was, and okay. I will tell you that, unfortunately, and I've seen it on such a smaller scale, um, 
In this crazy bachelor world, people sell stories. They pretend they know you, they don't know you, they tell lies. I had a story try to be sold about me and it was really detrimental to me and like I was really hurt by it and it was something that I was not ready to do or talk about. So it is something that happens and people do lie and it sucks. So I just want people to remember that Emily's a person and so is Jeff and they're they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with whether it's true or false is is none of our business basically mm-hmm. um, but if we want them to work then we need to support I'm them. I'm sure the media spotlight's yeah. on them and yeah. we'll, we'll find out soon enough whether it's true or yeah. not. Yeah I so mean they're still together. Anything so. else you got for us this week? That is all for news. That's and a pretty big story. Yeah. Thank mm. you Kathy. Alright now time for predictions. <laughs> and now you're after hmm. Buzz what are we predicting today? Who's? I don't know. What do you? What do you? What do you guys think? Oh, that's right. Next I too go home next week. Yes. I forgot to mention um, the Bachelor Pad three taping was yesterday, right? And um, JC, Candon, and I actually got to go to it. We did. So I we, wasn't allowed. We have to abstain from our predictions. We didn't stay until the end, so we don't know who wins. Um, but we can't really. Talk about, and we do know home. lots yeah. of as the goodies. weeks come. <laughs> all we can tell you is to sit back, put in your seatbelt, buckle up because it's going to be great. Yes. Honestly, there are a lot of twists and turns. It's going to be fantastic. It's crazy. I did not go, so my prediction <laughs> is, is because I know that you were just going to skip right over that. <laughs> I was not invited because I was cast, and they were afraid I would open my. Big oh, really? wow! Way to drop. I was cast. Really? I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. So whatever. You guys uh, are going to be way more important than me in the finale, and I'm totally okay with that. But. I am going to predict that Chris and Sarah are absolutely one of the final two couples, and I have no freaking clue who they're with. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see how it all plays out. But I, th- I would, you know, it's tough because I like Chris and I like Sarah very, very, very much, and I want them to win. But I only want one person to win this season. And I've said that every season, and I said it at the beginning of our season yeah. this year. I want to. It, it's this game is about the ultimate lie and betrayal. So somebody do it. Yeah. yeah. All I right. think that'd be cool. All right, so what, do you well, have a prediction? I was going to say I predict lots of guy liner in the next episode because it looked like Ooh, some of the guys guy had some uh, some makeup going on. All right, so that does it for all the rock stars. Can it, well, do you have a prediction or anything for next week? Nope. She pleads the fifth. <laughs> all right, guys. They signed contracts. <laughs> <laughs> My opinion tonight is not worth $5 million. It's, it's really good. It's, it's, it's going to be a good finale. So tune in next week for sure, guys. So that's the hook. Yeah, hey, so for Marissa. Chris, wait, oh, okay, okay, fine. Twitter handles? Oh, really, Miss? Did you want to say goodbye, or could we say goodbye first? You, go ahead. Hey, why don't you take us out, Candon? Fine. I will. Go ahead. You guys can find me at Candon Bliss, and you can find us all at AfterBuzz TV. Everybody else, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at The Everyday Man. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find me at Chris Lee. And follow my blog. Do and it. And you guys comment on iTunes. Thank you so much for being with us. And we'll be back next week for an exciting episode of Bachelor Pad 3. Good night. And from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 